this is the show for people who are gay and are also like uneducated. <laughs> Cup of Queers. My name is Sean, he, him. And I'm Lindsay, she, her. Thank you so much for coming out glowing with us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So today we're going to start off talking about Elliot Page and how exciting it is to see a celebrity coming out as trans and contributing to the visibility of that community. Yeah, and what we kind of discussed earlier that we weren't sure how comfortable we were discussing the transgender topic. I mean, obviously, it's like more than just a topic. But I mean, we just want to contribute some positive media. People are becoming more aware of that, that situation where you say, oh, I want to talk to someone about this topic. But then there is that feeling of using them as your token transgender person or oops. Yeah. Can you cut that out? We're supposed to say person that is transgender. <laughs> yeah. You need to like correct me if I end up saying like the wrong pronoun because I'm not a good gay. <laughs> okay. You know what? Leave that in there because we're humans and we're always learning about, you know, pronouns and labels and how to use them respectfully. And obviously, our language is constantly changing and evolving to make things more comfortable for people who yeah. aren't following the way that society has made us think we have to be but definitely definitely with the idea of a celebrity their entire person is picked apart and you know this is like no different in a way I think just putting that into perspective is what I wanted to begin with yeah well when Elliot sorry when Elliot came out on his uh, Instagram page as transgender he even you know, he came out and said, I'm, I'm feeling overwhelming gratitude. I'm feeling fired and all of these beautiful things. And then he did this whole paragraph about, you know, despite feeling, he says, despite feeling profoundly happy, I'm acknowledging how much privilege I carry. And he talks about being scared and, you know, the hate and the jokes and the violence and obviously the deaths that are happening. No doubt. Where transgender people are being targeted. And he talks about especially the Black and uh, Latinx trans women. Mm. And so it is a very, like you said, celebrities are being picked apart all the time. And then there's this other um, aspect of, you know, when you come out as transgender, there's all this criticism and hate and, of course, outpourings of support for him as well. But there is that huge risk of saying, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this possible hate and being targeted over being who... I was trying to be or who I didn't quite feel connected with and now here I am. Yeah and I mean if we want to compare like a transgender individual or or really anyone coming out in their personal life compared to a celebrity coming out I mean I just am curious as to how much more hatred affects them because there are already celebrities that understand criticism to some degree and so maybe in a way that like they are the most prepared to come out. I had anxiety problems for a really long time post coming out. And so I can't imagine how that would feel like for them. Yeah, 
I, I know exactly what you mean about coming out. And I don't know if you still have this, but I, you know, mine's only been a year and a half. So I do. So I'm constantly coming out to people still, you know, if you know that I have a son, you're assuming, oh, you have a husband, which was true. I did have one, but then, you know, I'm always coming out to people over and over again. And um, we've, we've we kind of talked about that in our first episode of like, you know, that they might, they might judge me because they are religious or because of this or that. And you're in your brain, you're going, is it safe for me to come out? Do I just ignore it this time? And kind of brush off and pretend that I'm straight or do I say, hey, no, you know what? I'm actually, my partner's a female or something like that. And it's, it is that, that anxiety. Of course, there's that added layer when you're coming out as trans because so many people still don't understand how that works and what that means and how that could even be a possibility for people. Yeah. And well, like they already know who he was for so long. And so I feel as though that would really only add irritation of the whole situation because when he has this entire career that he's been building up and then imagine feeling like it's the largest risk that you'd ever take because essentially as an actor you know your career is now in major question when you decide to make a move like this what is the consequence of coming out as a transgender individual as a celebrity today like as a public figure as someone who needs to be casted mm -hmm. i just could not imagine what her agent would have said his agent <laughs> i said their agent oh you said her okay either way <laughs> uh, maybe you did say they i don't know maybe we're good we're good but you know what i think that's totally normal i think that a lot of people have to actually like actively practice when someone's pronouns change you have to really remind yourself for a while and then it flows and then there are some people who are like oh you're going by they now perfect got it and they they don't ever make that mistake again you know but in terms of being an actor and getting casted i do agree that obviously they come to a point where they say you know my my career might be damaged but it's not worth my happiness and the way that i see and feel about myself one thing that i do think about when you mention that people already knew him um, as a female before is people who will continue to call him ellen page or she her and continue to use his previous identity as we saw with Caitlyn Jenner when she came out I I remember and this was of course several years ago um, and that was pretty shocking at the time for a lot of people because everyone knew uh, her as Bruce Jenner there are so many people who will refuse to use that person's new pronoun or their new name and mm. I have actually read and paid very close attention to people just posts on Instagram that say you know using someone's past pronouns and pa past name is a an act of violence against transgender people because you're basically saying I don't agree with your new name or your new pronoun I'm going to continue to call you what what you were born as or what what people knew you as because I don't I don't like this this yeah. is weird and uh so it'll be I haven't seen any anything but praise for him coming out because of course I follow all the queer accounts on Instagram who are so excited for him and his journey but yeah but you know I haven't seen what 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 the uh what the critics are saying thankfully <laughs> I haven't seen that but I'm sure there will be people who will say uh no she's Ellen Page she'll always be Ellen Page which is just horrible to think about. Yeah, well, and something that's going on in my mind, and I mean, especially when we compare it to celebrities in the past, such as Caitlyn, and it almost feels as though it's like a litmus test in my eyes to see how society is going to treat me moving on in the future. And I know that that sounds 
really selfish and and not in touch with what is actually at hand here but for even like people who are not quite as much of a minority as others you know at least with mm-hmm. in the name of like risk and personal safety i think that when we see people like this you know as gay as lesbian as bisexuals i think it's worth acknowledging that we still feel really unsafe when transgender people are attacked publicly there's been a lot of things in the past where gay people people other than transgender individuals um, where they haven't actually supported transgender people throughout the Stonewall riot. And many trans girls in that situation were really outcasts. So I really hope that we consider them more in the future. I know, which is crazy because they're the ones who started Stonewall. That's correct. They are the ones who set that in motion and made that momentum and made those changes so that we can be where we are today. And I think um, I saw this year, a lot of people were bringing that up when it came to pride and everything like that. People were reminding you or when we were having the uh, the riots um, with the Black Lives Matter movement, people were saying, hey, queer people, hello, pride was originally a riot. Let's pay attention. This is important. Why are we picking and choosing what's a, what riot is okay and which isn't? With the queer community, I do agree that there is still this weird sense of hierarchy. And even within each individual letter of the LGBTQ umbrella, there's a hierarchy. So just coming from my experience, it's less there, but there's that toxic view of the gold star lesbian who is the best, the top of the top lesbian, the most lesbian. And there's like that hierarchy. And then like, if you're bi, the bottom of the barrel which isn't true at all you know yeah in the queer umbrella in general there are still so many people who are weird about transgender individuals and it's you know like you said about people being targeted the way that i see it is you know my rights might not be in question if people are starting to take away rights from transgender people but those people are in the same group that i'm in no matter how you look at it we're on the same flag, we're in the same little alphabet. And so if even one person in our community is being targeted, why aren't we caring about this more? And why aren't we drawing more attention to it and fighting for those people instead of going, well, I'm a cisgendered white male or female. And so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I don't, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Something that we need to pay attention to and, and really fight for. I would love to come up with ways in which we could scheme to take over the world. Mm. Gender is one thing that is still has a long way to go. You know, there's, there is literally nothing more than the American celebrity in comparison to what is an issue at hand. And so Um, You know, it just so easily highlights how we as a society are still problematic, Um, whether that be the celebrities themselves or the tabloids that just choose to be sexist or homophobic or however you'd like. And so, okay, what I want to talk about is actually what we are going to compare Caitlyn Jenner. And I know that we touched on it previously, but really to like dive into how this compares to coming out as a celebrity. And so when Caitlyn Jenner came out, that was a huge turning point for celebrities coming out as transgender. And I think that her choosing to come out and being as strong as she was, 
I think that it's underrated and not spoken about as much, just as much of like how strong of an individual she she was, because there was probably the most criticism and no one really decides to go back in time and analyze these things and talk about how this person truly suffered a public display of hatred. I know that the entire area that I lived in was on fire with talking about her for weeks, months. I just think that it's interesting that we don't ever decide to look back and talk about, you know, how just fucking strong she is. I might not totally agree with like every decision that she ever made in her life, whatever, not important. Right. I mean, it's her life, right? That's the thing that I think a lot of people forget about celebrities is we, we start to think that like their lives are something that we have control over. And we're like, I mean, speaking of Caitlyn Jenner, let's like just real quick along those lines is like the Kardashians. Like we think we all have these opinions about them and their lives and what are they doing? And we're like, really? it's their life. So like you said, you know, we don't have to agree with everything they do, but like just to acknowledge the strength of this individual to say, I used to be an athlete. I used to be this super athletic man doing all these things. And when she came out, I'm just looking at this Vanity Fair cover right now. Um, it looks like it was 2015. So, you know, a lot has changed in five years, but she just came right out and it was, you know, it was her in this like lingerie and it was hot. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And oh my gosh. But yeah, the uh, the way that she came out in 2015 and it was just so, like you said, just risking everything to be who she really wanted and needed to be. And you know what I was thinking as I'm looking at this? I wonder if she received more criticism because again, there's the double standard of a man transitioning versus a woman transitioning. Yes. Does that make Thank sense? You. I wonder if it's because... Correct me if I'm wrong here. I could be totally off base, but women in general are less intimidated by a woman who now identifies as a man. They're like, okay, cool, because I would have sex with you as a woman or a man. That's fine. But mm -hmm. men, seeing a person who was a man and is now a woman, they're like, oh my God, if I have sex with a transgender person, then am I gay? And am I like, and they're so worried about their own sexualities and trying mm -hmm. to come off as so straight. Am I wrong here? Well, is that one is a double standard. <laughs> yes, yes, and <laughs> it all comes down to whether or not the man that finds them attractive or not, because that is the most threatening thing to them is to find someone mm -hmm. who is transgender, you know, attractive because it messes with their. <laughs> it, with because are they gay then? Are they straight? That you know, that person used to be <laughs> a man. So if they find this woman attractive, like... I hate that so much. And I can completely see that being a part of this. Like when we look back at the person that is Caitlyn Jenner, she contributed something that was so much more than the sum of, you know, the parts that, that made her an important figure. I don't ever remember. I don't really know her story in terms of when she came out or anything like that. But I was introduced to Laverne Cox as a transgender woman because, of course, she was on Orange is the New Black. So I only know her as a woman. So mm -hmm. I don't know her story. Do you? It's a really 21st century look at how transgender people are just one of the people. If we give transgender people the power to transition young then you know they can end up living out these beautiful lives that they 
carve out for themselves because they're really strong people. And I think that she took on these transgender roles in particular, and her role in, in Orange is the New Black was kind of shitty, to be honest with you. In my opinion, you know, she could have had a lot more fleshed out character development, whereas they did make her the token transgender character. And I guess that we should just be happy with what we're getting because this is like, you know what, we're eating. <laughs> Seriously. But I really loved her in that show and I haven't really seen her in anything else, though, but we should make that change. Yeah, I agree. And now I'm committing myself to learning a little bit more about her story because like I said, um, I met her um, already transitioned and and I I was like, okay, cool. And I do feel like, um, because if I'm correct, she came into the spotlight as a transgender person. So it's almost like people were like, there's a transgender actress. Okay. As opposed to Caitlin and Elliot who are transitioning as a celebrity already not forced to be transitioning under the spotlight and i think we'll find that more in the future as we see these transgender actors and i know that i loved in euphoria jules was just so good and the thing that made me question the way that they decided to go about her transgender character did you ever watch euphoria Lindsay? no i've never seen it um in my opinion very visually cisgender as a girl um, okay. she, I, I forget what the term is that they, um, that transgender people use. I believe it's fitting in. Um, no. Oh no! You have to watch it again. No, no. Transgender people use the words like. Uh, so oh, pa- like passing. Yes. Okay. So. Ding. Thank you. God, I'm so illegitimate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Not that I know everything, but like I really try to pay a lot of attention to that. Thank so you. I can so that I can put words in your mouth when you need them. This is the show for people who are gay and are also like uneducated. <laughs> That's right. Tune in next week to learn about. <laughs> <laughs> we should have named this show uneducated and gay. Well, we can still change it. <laughs> There's still time. oh my god so i wanted to talk about jules because jules passing as as a a girl in in my opinion i feel as though she was very much a passing girl jules was criticized in the show they wrote the character for a transgender girl to be not as passing to not pass in society they called her jailbait in the show at one point and I, I was, like, confused. I was, like, this girl is clearly a, a fucking girl. Like, I don't I don't understand why the writing here even makes sense. Because I know that they're trying to, like, relate to the people who are transgender women out there who aren't passing quite as easily. But at the same time, it makes me question, like, is this even, like, a legitimate look at what a transgender girl is actually living if they're showing someone who is completely passing? Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. And I'm so glad that you brought up passing in general, because I it actually crossed my mind when we first started talking about Elliot. And like, I've seen that so many times where people will say, like, if there's a, a masculine female who then just kind of changes her clothing and um, makes a couple of changes. And then, you know, at first glance, you're like, oh, he, he's passing. And, and you see that. But then there's the, again, a double standard where there might be a person who was a man who is broader or who still has a little bit of facial hair or who hasn't fully transitioned and people are just it's like their brains are just like these 
puzzles that are like missing pieces and they're like but he's a guy and I don't understand and like that's that like you said like there's that whole passing versus not passing and was that show really doing justice to the people who are still transitioning or who other people would decide you know this person's not passing I don't buy it and on that note I follow a transgender woman on TikTok and she's gorgeous and I just love her and and she's always having to defend herself because so many people it's like as soon as they find out that she's trans whether she's passing or not they have to comment that she's not passing or they'll say well you used to be a man and I'm just looking at it like are you kidding me and like who are these people who feel the need to make these comments toward this person that they've never met who's probably wonderful feel the need to attack her and I'm sure it's just men who are scared because they saw her and were like "Ooh," and then they're like oh no she's (laughs) passing I might be gay because she used to be a man and I'm like it's it's like that whole that whole situation is is another another thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we could just force all the straight men in the world to have an identity crisis like that, mm. we'd all be in a better place. <laughs> oh, you're so right. You're Thank so you. right. I appreciate it. And I, you know, and I don't understand why it's so hard to like. Maybe you haven't had an identity crisis, but is it so hard to fathom that some people might? <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like, you don't have to break a leg to know that that's painful. True. I mean, that's why I'm glad that we're talking about transgender people as a topic, because we definitely do value people's input. So we want it to be, you know, an educated opinion about it as well. So, I mean, we're coming at it from both sides and I hope that we contribute something to other people's thought process as well. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that we both have empathy and compassion towards people who are having totally different experiences than we are. Yeah. And so we do have that aspect, like you said, but we are humble here and we know that we are not in those shoes and we may make mistakes in the things that we're talking about or say things that could be painful um, unintentionally. So I guess right now I do want to say, again, if you are transgender or non-binary or straight or whatever and you want to reach out and and educate us or of course if you feel comfortable doing so if you if you are you know out and or not but willing to converse with us we are here always oh my god follow a a boy with his moms please boy and his moms. a boy and his moms damn <laughs> and i am with rebels roast coffee this is my shtick so yeah I don't think that because we're like gay and lesbian in this situation, I just want to like finish that thought. I don't think that we should be afraid to voice opinions like this because it's the whole point is growing with people. And as you'd mentioned, I mean, it's, it might be like painful at times, but I think it's, it's as though like we should make this like a normal conversation. We are normalizing this now. We need to be able to, you know, we of course are aware of the fact that we aren't in these people's shoes, but we need to be able to have these discussions and make mistakes so that we can learn from them. If we just sit here and say, well, I'm not transgender. I am not a transgender person. This does not apply to me. This doesn't affect my life in any way. Good for you, Elliot, blah, blah, blah. Then Mm. we're not going to grow. Whereas if we can sit here and say, what might that look like? What might that feel like? How can we help raise awareness and just even work on our own internal thoughts and and biases that we have towards everybody and work on that with our close friends and family. And here we go. We're growing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm eating my vegetables. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, okay. My Wheaties. Is it Wheaties? Isn't that the breakfast <laughs> yeah. champions or whatever? <laughs> eat your Wheaties, eat your greens. Here we go. I love that. So yeah, so we will be posting every Wednesday. And if you want to hear more from the Uneducated Gays Cup mm -hmm. of Queers Network. We will be here. And if you do follow us on Instagram, I will probably be posting a question box a few days before we film on Wednesday for some inspiration and input yeah. from all of you. We love to hear from you. Please. So yeah, reach out. Yeah, we are so unoriginal. Please help. Inspire us. You know what? We've done well so far. We are four episodes in. We are crushing it. Mm -hmm. Hell yes. Thank you guys so much for coming out coming out and listening. My name is Sean, he, him, his. And I am Lindsay, she, her, hers. Cheers. Cheers.